Next question. Casey's crushing libtards. Oh. Don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't want to. Never don't. explain the future it. Future juice. <laughs> no, that's going on the No, don't. <laughs> that's leave the, the bear open. alone. There are good movies and there are great movies, but those aren't the movies we watch here because this is shitty cinema. <laughs> shitty cinema is where four film masochists armchair analyze atrocious flicks based on our theme of the month. Bad people who watch worse features for an excuse to show how much we love movies but hate ourselves. I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Oh, yeah. Casey. I think that cat just got its temperature taken. <laughs> and the juice. I'm here. Dave, what is our theme this month? This month is Where in the World is Shitty Cinema, as Juice so aptly put last week. We can't afford vacations around here. <laughs> so we find foreign films to experience foreign lands through, which may not be the best possible model it's of them. It's always an accurate representation of an entire culture and people. Yeah, yeah I think it's yeah. a good reason to get drunk. Yeah, a great way to really take in a culture. So, Jay, what culture are we going to be taking in this week? But not actually learning about. Uh, on this week's episode, we cross the Atlantic and visit Turkey for 1982's The Man Who Saved the World, better known as Turkish Star Wars. Bum, 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 <laughs> this bum. is a movie that Phil Hill of Film Threat gave a perfect five-star review, calling it jaw-droppingly insane and a film that makes criticism moot. It yeah. really does. Yes. It's, it's, that's the best possible way to summarize what we just watched. This is just going to be 30 minutes of silence and go. <laughs> Turkish Star Wars was almost as good as watching Turkey's national sport, which consists of two large men getting oiled up and wrestling. Yes, oil wrestling is their national sport. I loved that. I did not know I loved that. So, Playing Casey, your next vacation? We're going to <laughs> yes. Istanbul. High five. Hi, I got to give you the bottom five. Jay, we're going to have to tone you down a little bit over there because before we go any farther, we need an elevator pitch today. All so right. True. So there's this crazy man called the wizard and he <laughs> wants to kill all humans. Mm. And as you're wont to do, presumably he's attacking your spaceship, I believe. Okay. I think that's what's happening, but you're about to crash land on a planet and you got 10 <sighs> seconds before you tell me what's going to happen after you crash land on this planet. Someone watched Star Wars Indiana Jones and said, yeah, my LARPing group can do that too. Four seconds. Yeah. And also, I feel like I accurately characterized what we saw. If you've seen those four movies, yeah. However, what you didn't know is that when you shot me down and I was my way down, Casey had snuck into the back. Oh, Casey, what the beep, fuck? Beep, boop, bop, bop, yeah. <laughs> I'm that robot. She's kind of like R2-D2, apparently. Yeah. But I'm chilling. swearing a bunch. I'm like, oh my God, is that guy going to use his fucking blinker? <laughs> oh my God. Oh Check my God. your altitude, He's Casey. He's literally going 53 in the fucking passing lane. I'm going to kill myself before I kill him. We're about to crash. 10 seconds. What's your elevator pitch? Two Turkish lovers crash land in the desert while a woman and a wizard try to break them up. Six seconds. Now that seems more like that the was, movie that Shitty Cinema yeah, was watched. very accurate. Thank hey, you. Hey, I feel like mine was accurate. Beep, they, they, beep, they were beep, both beep, accurate beep, in beep, their beep, own beep, way. You Yours was <laughs> accurate to the spirit. <laughs> All right. Maybe beep, we should... Beep, beep, You're never going to make it. Beep, beep, boop, bop, bop. Oh. You're never going to finish that book. <laughs> I am never going to finish that book, but maybe we can tell the Cinemites about the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. We can try. Shall well, we? I'm going to give it a shot. 
Turkish Star Wars immediately earns its name by opening up with about 10 minutes constructed from about two and a half minutes of Star Wars footage played in a different sequence over and over. Yeah, with a really bad Instagram filter over them as though you won't instantly recognize it as Star Wars. That's not an X-Wing, David. Hashtag I woke up like this. <laughs> Our main characters, Murat and Ali, are seated in front of a screen playing Star Wars behind them mm. because they're totally in a space battle for reals. One that they lose and they crash land on the desert planet, not unlike the one that Juice just stranded me on. Good Which, luck. you know, also isn't like Star Wars at all. That never happens in Star Wars. It's like Arizona. Ali speculates about the planet that it's just only, maybe it's only women. Hot, just turgid women. Juicy. <laughs> well, the irony of this is that we learn later that there's only one woman on the planet, and that comes well after Ali uses his wolf whistle, his secret woman-attracting whistle technique. Yeah, which instead of summoning women, summons a horde of skeletons Apparently, riding horses. Apparently he blew the wrong whistle. Well, you know. Don't ever make that mistake, guys. So we get a glorious fight between Murat, Ali, and the skeletons, and then our main antagonist arrives, the aforementioned evil space wizard. <laughs> and you know, Evil space wizard just signs a check that this movie cannot catch. His <laughs> mask made him look more cross-eyed than fucking steel. Hey, our evil space wizard in Turkish Star Wars is a thousand space years old, Dave. I'll have you know. That's is space that years. Yeah, I was going to say, is that yeah. different than normal, regular years? Yeah, no, well, he's like 35. I, I don't know. That's a thousand space years. He's from Earth, but uh, Earth now looks like the Death Star because of brain molecules. Yeah. So I did just, not it, get that the first run through. Just so we're clear, Cinemites, yeah. I'm not making this up. It is, is literally not? brain molecules make no. it look and like the And it's also death. not copyright infringement <laughs> if they write it into the plot. The, the planet blew up. Egypt is now in space, and the Earth looks like the Death Star because of a brain field. It yeah. makes total sense. Right. Yeah. So the evil wizard needs a human brain to break in past the Death Star and conquer the Earth. Brain but, field. You know, it's Murat, not the Death Star. It's oh, I'm sorry. The brain field. The brain field. Not the Death Star. So Murat and Ali happen to escape. They happen to escape and head to a refugee cave, which is contains the only one woman. And Murat has a romance subplot with her, which consists of cutting back and forth every time they're together of longing shots in which they stare at each other and say nothing. They almost kiss, but that would have been porn. So I think they had to end it there. Yeah, that would have been Turkish porn. You didn't want any of that. And it wasn't just staring. It was blank face staring and slowly curled into a smile <laughs> in the most creepy way possible. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. So the refugee cave is ransacked by the evil wizards, furries, and zombies because that's what an army is, consists of, right? And, and that's what a New York City nightclub consists of. Yeah, usually. well, you know, so the New York City nightclub descends upon this cave. Some of the kids are turned into Slurpees, which the evil wizard drinks through a crazy straw to mm, stay immortal. That that's called true. a kiki. Well, I don't know. I don't think that's a kiki. (laughs) (laughs) So finally escaped from the cave, Murat and Ali go to a cantina, which is completely different from the one you might expect to find in like a Moss Eisley. And the song is different. Yeah. Yeah. And they get into a wicked bar brawl that ends up with them getting captured, imprisoned, and then split up by the evil wizard. And his queen. Well... Ali is seduced by the queen of the planet, which is apparently the evil wizard's girlfriend Yep, in some state. Yeah. You know, because Wolf was on all that. I don't know. And because she's evil. I don't the, know. The, the human he brain has to. the strongest willpower. He That's told the the, uh, the queen is like, you know, what's going to override friendship pussy. <laughs> and so he sent the queen there. Not well, everybody believes in bros before hoes. And, and he takes Murat with him to offer him power. But they're like, nah, 
We're not going to do that. They get away and they learn of a super secret religious magic sword made of spray paint and cardboard, which is perfect <laughs> for Ren flares and LARPing. That's true. And melting down very, very easily, by well, the way. That's what they do, right? So Murat and Ali recover the sword. They capture the evil wizard's sacred spray painted gold brain. And then Ali dies, right? And Murat holds him and they weep together slowly. <laughs> I always love to you. death. Yeah. And then Murat <laughs> takes his cardboard sword and his spray painted brain and he melts them in a hobo trash can fire. Yep. Into because it is the dystopian future. An infinity gauntlet. Right. Yeah. Then he punches his hands into the molten. Yeah. Double infinity gauntlet. A into that of- molten gold to make it. It's great. And he also spray paints his chucks. Yeah, he's getting some gold in boots some too. some scenes. Well, some scenes they're not. Well, but so, either way, he's got super jump. To complete Turkish Star Wars, Murat uses a complicated series of strategically placed trampolines to defeat the evil wizard's guards and jumps to him, finally chopping him into anime style with his fucking hands. Satisfied with his revenge, he says he loves you finally, but just to the child, not to his lady friend, has a stare off again with his lady friend. It was and pure sex. Rolls up out of that bitch in the Millennium Falcon. No, no, it is a legally distinct vehicle. It's the Aluminum Falcon. And the legally distinct Aluminum Falcon, the end. The Titanium Eagle. The ti- <laughs> <laughs> That, okay. That all sounds so much Wait. cooler when you say it than when we watched it. The Centurion it. Hawk. The Steel Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> It's too close to Seagal. We're not talking about him oh. right now. Steel Seagal. Steven Seagal is a steel Seagal. Magnesium Seagull. Phoenix. Shit, you're right. I want to see him with the fucking... Right. I want to see him in steel. Turkish Star Wars is a legendary bad film. So this was an appropriate movie for shitty cinema. Casey, what are some of the unique features that we just loved about Turkish Star Wars? I like that someone gets to make money off of what I get punished for when I write <laughs> papers, which is not citing your sources. <laughs> plagiarism. Or just blatant copyright infringement or yeah, plagiarism. This, this wasn't a bad bibliography. This was straight up plagiarism. Oh, yeah. They yeah. copy pasted. It's kind of like that time I got in trouble from my music understanding class. It was like... I have a dream <laughs> to be <laughs> that to, one day I'll be able to tell a viola from a violin. To be honest, Dave, this was more of a copy, cut, 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 paste. Yeah, the beginning was an excellent example of it. We had the trench run shots from that. We had uh, the Millennium Falcon. We had the entrance of the Star Destroyer from the beginning of A we, New Hope several times. We had the uh, Death Star blowing up. Yeah, yep. yep. The Death Star plans from A New Hope. We had that scene where they're all in the room and they're on the projector. Oh, yeah. And they kept cutting yeah. to that. They kept cutting to like them. I think it was in the second one where they're loading up before uh, Luke goes and hides in a hot pocket. Yeah, yeah, and Hoth. Yeah. They, they think, don't. Uh, I think, all of the footage is from the first one. There's none from any after that. Okay. Oh, oh. It was mm-hmm. very oh. similar. Oh, well, it looked all like, it looked the like there was one Hoth scene. I no, that was. Okay. that that was the scene before they attacked the Death Star, where they're all loading up in their X wings. <gasps> oh, yeah, so right. right. That was. You're so that right. Was. Good point. To be fair, I've watched Star Wars before. Come on, guys. <laughs> At the Jay. end of Turkish Star Wars, we had stormtroopers. One stormtrooper shot, really. Yeah, yep. just the one. Just one. We saw Darth Vader for a second. We did get to see Vader for a moment. They didn't play that one twice. No, though. no. I gotta be honest. I was a little let down because I've heard about how they stole from all these yeah. movies. But then it was they mostly stole just from like three. 
Like right at the beginning, there was a lot uh-huh. of Star Wars, and right at the end, there was a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. And then in the middle, it was just soundtracks that they stole. So you, yeah. <laughs> All right, we did have plenty of Indiana Jones. Yeah, like the, the theme the, song, the Raider theme was used da, extensively. Da, 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 it's the main theme da, 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 of the movie. Da, da, da. Careful, we don't want to get demonetized. <laughs> right. Not it's our a new podcast. song. It's not that song. It's a new song. Cut. And then, it's yeah. a new song. It, they just would play the first three fucking seconds. It's like a early 2000s ringtone, only yeah. it wasn't MIDI, thank God. Content ID system didn't exist back then. No. And neither did MIDI, it. I don't think, did they? I, MIDI, you know, MIDI. Yeah. MIDI too? MIDI's MIDI's an old oh, yeah, MIDI was been Well, they weren't allowed to use it there. Regardless, they're just. I thought there was going to be a lot more copyright infringement in the middle bit of this movie. And there was, it was no Michelle Pfeiffer, I'll say that. Nah, it was just. Oh. It was just bad cosplay in the center. Well, but the center did have some of the best action, I believe, like true it's action. Called this larping, movie yeah, <laughs> bitch, yeah, and cosplaying, cosplaying. You just show off and like sexually assault women discreetly. These guys were fighting, yeah, with cardboard swords. Have but you never been right. to a Comic Con, Dave? I just saw your face. I just want to send a message back to 12-year-old Dave and let him know that there's a time in the future where he's pissed off at the Indiana Jones theme song. I want yeah, to also don't. tell 12-year-old Dave that they make a fourth Indiana Jones movie and he really <laughs> doesn't fucking want it. And he, he did. He saw it in theaters. I know. He paid money for it. I know. I didn't. I refused to. I, let's judge him. Shame, Shame. Dave. Shame. Did you go with him? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so fuck you, buddy. Nobody's going to drop a buy Bitcoin and sell it 15K while you're back there. Listen, they didn't steal every single song. They kind of put a new twist on the Cantina <laughs> song. They vanilla iced it real hard and like dun, changed dun, like dun, two dun, notes. Dun. That was nice. They they, had, they didn't steal the Cantina scene either. They just reenacted it poorly. No, like, I think they snuck onto unsolved the set mysteries. Of the Cantina. <laughs> no, that was a really bad homemade one. There's yeah. a lot of paper mache. That was a lot of paper mache. It, but. It was like a reenactment on one of my bad crime shows, like Killer Kids. It was like inspired by the cantina scene on Moss Island. Uh, yes. Yeah. They the did heavily. have heavily. They had that great avant garde EDM track when people <laughs> were being tortured. Yeah, you know what the Just sound effects and whistles? They were fantastic. Yeah, they yeah. were. They really, they really were. were the best part of the whole movie. I, I mean, don't know about the best part. I've yeah, heard, I do. I've heard EDM songs it. that sound worse. I absolutely have. The that even of- sounded worse when I was high. The sound effects were good, but they only had like six reaction noises for the fights. So anytime somebody got hit, it Chaya! was one of yeah. It sounded like but a street you know fighter what? battle. Chaya! Listen, if you've ever gotten punched in the uh, face, uh, you know that you're not really trying to give a variety uh, of reactions because it hurts all the same whether you're getting punched in the face or punched in the dick. Chaya! You're not making a lot of noise. That is two very different pains. Turkish Star Wars deviates from Star Wars in the end of the cantina scene because it ends with a wizard kaleidoscoping into the room and abducting them. Yeah, the wizard could do that kind of on command. Too. Kaleidoscoping. Any original one too? No, no, Are there you was no sure? wizard. Ben Kenobi is the only space wizard up in that bitch. Mm, I think more importantly, Turkish Star Wars had one of the best rogue galleries, way better than what the fu- uh, I wanted to call them Moon Knights. Stormtroopers. Turkish Turkish Star Wars had something way better than Stormtroopers. Moon Knights. They had (laughs) motherfucking Moon Knights. That was one of my favorite clicks to play. No, they had Skellies, Furries, and the (laughs) Cross-Eyed Guy. Super Wizard. 
the skeletons were just guys in like morph suits kind of that had bones glued to the outside yeah of them. like no yeah. they were like sweatpants black sweatpants that had bones glued on that was felt the morph suit you know. of the felt 70s bones. felt bones are you sure they, they were felt they looked i thought they were plastic i don't know i think they Who were plastic cares? they were, they so were three-dimensional yeah and they were all black so like maybe stuff felt they weren't fighting in the middle of the day in the goddamn desert it might almost be no. believable that they could be skeletons no like not if they were in a dark click cave not at yeah. all the only reason that you guys are aware those are skeletons is because i read that part of the wikipedia no they said there. that was when they first came on screen when he yeah, accidentally no. wolf whistled them in there yeah yeah he's like oh shit look skeleton guys because I, I didn't realize the they skeleton were skeletons yeah i didn't realize they were skeletons for a minute because the costumes are real bad ali's so, got the skeleton whistle all right so whoever, even the movie knows we got to stop and point out that these are skeletons. Like, whoever designed these costumes, I feel like would be me as a mother when I'm like, oh, shit, I'm so hungover. It's Halloween. You need a costume before school. When school? 20 minutes? Fuck. OK, I I didn't forget. No, you're hungover. Shut up. Hold on. <laughs> Go put some sweatpants on. Go get ready really fast. Eight year olds are terrible. I have to fucking just slam this Merlot real fast. So not only do we have the great skeletons, but we have the furries, which the furries come in multiple flavors. We assume that they're furries because... Cherry, grape, yeah. lime. <laughs> and there's the <laughs> vanilla ones. Oh, I don't like those so much. Ah, yeah, you they know. They taste like... They look like, the like discount abominable snowmen. But they were the most difficult to trampoline over by and far. They oh, were that's the a good point. Yeah, yeah. Trampolining over them don't, was very difficult. Don't forget they also had the mummy hunchbacks too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mummies briefly in this because it was space But they were Egypt. like mummy zombies. We Yeah, we had zombies because the evil wizard makes them into zombies using his piss toilet. The... <laughs> <laughs> I yes. think we did a little bit more, but... It's the... No, really. No, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it definitely was a picture of a toilet flushing after someone had recently pissed in it. It looked but they like were one of those squat else. toilets that I accidentally waited in line for like 10 minutes in Korea. No, the furries looked like Yo Gabba Gabba characters. They just looked like two <laughs> I mean, drunk Turks beating the shit out of kids show beloved stars. <laughs> and I'm not sure it wasn't. Can I watch that? Can we, can I, we get we that? We just did, and it was awful. It was great. It was awful. Glorious. I need to, I need to rewatch it now again, just to just to picture it as such. Turkish Yo Gabba Gabba Star Wars. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope they keep the same theme songs we're, they already have. Where Yo Gabba Gabbas are the bad guys. We do, and the Red Furries get their asses kicked in the end, and it's fucking beautiful, because one of them gets their arm karate chopped off and then stabbed through with it. Yeah. And then he karate chops the other Both arm arms. off. Both arms. And yeah. stabs him with that arm, yeah. too. Yeah. Right. Like, have you ever been so mad that you stabbed a guy with his <laughs> own arm? I've been real fucking close. Yeah, really, Casey, right? They call that doing the Connery. Can anyone tell me who the fuck the wizard was looking at? Because I swear his eyes were crossed the entire time because of the cut of his mask. What is it with people who work movie sets that don't know how to measure eye holes? Because Steele did that and it made Shaq look like he was a cross-eyed fuck. I did not even look at him right. You don't appreciate good mask design until you realize that just one eye hole being an eighth of an inch off (laughs) and they lose 
everything. All credibility. You're not scary anymore. I'm just more scared for you that you're going to walk into something or fall in a hole. <laughs> I like that we got a bunch of camera shots that were made to emulate him looking out of his mask. Yeah, but just one eye hole. It's from his just point of view. one. So just only one. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It wouldn't be two. Yeah, that's why he was so cross-eyed. He had to like One of his so eyes were completely the blocked. They actually showed both. It was just black because someone didn't know how to make a fucking mask <laughs> and they weren't going to try again. Like, why don't you just make big square eye holes instead? Wouldn't that make it more sense? It I wouldn't guess. look as cool, Casey. Magneto situation? Yeah, Magento. Oh, I love Magento. I always have to replace that cartridge in my printer. What about the evil queen? I like that she randomly appeared in the jail cell to seduce Ali, like suddenly slutty, like suddenly salad, where she just... <laughs> You're thinking about sex, and she's like, hey, what's up? I'm in Emerald. What's going on? Have you been working out? I know we just met, but, like, have you lost weight? You're looking really good lately. Really You're looking so, yeah, your arms are so hard right now. I, I could have gone without that, except it justified the scene when the evil Damn. wizard finds out that it didn't work and the queen says please my and he says you shall be destroyed and the evil queen screams but none of them show any emotion through any of these <laughs> wait lines. the wizard killed the queen yeah, yeah. the wizard killed the queen because she failed him yeah she oh didn't seduce God. Ali yeah, so his she, wolf whistle is impenetrable he turned oh her into a zombie my. and then melted her I blinked out into unconsciousness for a minute during this part of the movie so those at him. home this was the point where it was getting to be a lot of work to keep up. He did. He used his flushing toilet of soul magic. I just yeah. assumed that Ali had killed her, and then the bad no. guy was like, well, no. might as well turn you into a Capri Sun. Wolf Whistle is not that strong. No. No, the wizard wow. says no queen of mine's going to fail to seduce an earth man and then just melt her. You know what? Hashtag relationship goals. I get that. <laughs> deep, deep. Level. I'm glad that you're laughing right now, Jay. <laughs> he won't be for long. I know. It hurts. You Easy. know what hurts? Getting your ass beat at 1.7 speed. Oh, oh. But it's your so punches great. land harder. Your kicks, you can't avoid them. Juice made this point earlier. The violence in this movie is beautiful. It's so done Dave, on point. Yes. There is a sandwich in between the plagiarism senior and plagiarism junior is fucking beautiful violence. It's like... Jackie Chan meets Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> it is very it's it's good. It's longer cuts, it's a little bit out. Yeah. It's but it's comical and it's also bad. Okay. It is good in the sense that we are mostly starved for quality action in most modern movies. It's fucking great, Dave. You get off your it's high horse. Fine. It's fine. I, so much I fun. agree with Jay because I was just listening to the Blackwater episode and we were pitching that there was no fighting and just a little bit it's of limp true. dick gunplay. Right. So let's be excited that someone got their I, heart rate above rusting heart rate. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, maybe they speed up the footage, but they're jumping on trampolines, Dave, I, and I, it's beautiful. I appreciate that there was actual choreography, that uh -huh. there was Trampolines sort of were so hot work. in the 80s. <laughs> My mom had like several Man. different aerobics videos that were trampoline-based yeah, and from that. different people. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like 
four in a series. These are different yeah. people making money off of tiny trampolines. They clearly owned a lot of trampolines on this set because there's a lot of flipping, a lot of spring. Is that boards. their like largest export in Turkey? Trampolines? Probably. I can only assume. Well, yes, yeah. that's the truth. That's what this movie taught us. So to set this up, during our what I guess is a montage, we see our wonderful hero tie large boulders to his ankles yeah. mm-hmm. and go running around and then he learns how to kick rocks and yeah. make them explode. Soccer kick them till they explode. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. First he, he so, teaches himself karate. Then he's rock, rock <laughs> weightlifting and he's picking up these stupid rocks. Yep. And as Juice mentioned, the best part was where he takes belts and belts motherfucking boulders to his ankle and it's like doing calisthenics. We're doing jumping jacks. We're running and then when he takes him off, he's a motherfucking Michael Jordan dunking on bitches, jumping up 33 feet. He can it doesn't lo- make sense. He can jump a furry in a single bound. Oh, my <laughs> God. He can bind a furry, too, in a I single night. He could definitely tie one up. And then he'll take their head off. I felt the boner. <laughs> and Dave, you can't hate all the action. The training montage had shirtless karate against rocks. They were karate chopping and kicking rocks like champs. They were slapping a rock. In yeah. Dave's yeah. defense, yeah. he kicked a horse. He did kick a <laughs> he horse. Kicked a he horse. Kicked a horse kicking scene. And I fucking scene. hate the horse horses. Staggered. Horses Don't, are awful oh, people. Right. This is like so one of the what first fight scenes we get. What if it was a dog and it get. went like, what the, oh, there they oh, go. No, oh. no, don't Do make it go Do horses make that noise? Can no. they? They can. Oh, my God. I'm not a horseologist, Casey. They didn't. No one put that sub in, but I we should. So this is like right after the initial plagiarism scene gets over with, and it's like the first real fight scene we get. People are riding up on them on horses, and they're jumping the all over the horses. The it's the skeletons. So-called skeletons. So-called skeletons. And they're jumping all over the horses, kicking them off. It was actually a pretty good scene until you realize that some of the horses may have gotten hurt a little bit. All right, he's just full force jumping into horses. You know what they say, sometimes you got to kick some horses if you want to make a movie. <laughs> Who um, says that? I will kick them. <laughs> Casey? Casey? Right? I want names. That's a that's probably a phrase. Ladies, guess what? Turkish Star Wars is here to liberate you mm-hmm. from speaking roles or background stories. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This the Evil Casey's Queen had PSA. like four lines. Yeah, it was like do you want to fuck me? You don't nope. want to fuck me? Then Shit. I'm oh, don't fire me. Don't fire me. I'm dead. And the girlfriend of Marat had like two lines or three lines. She did not have a line. No, I, no, no. no she did because you went ape shit when it happened. No, I went ape shit actually. According I was, to the oh. story, she didn't talk until he reclaimed the sword in the brain. And then she was like, it's finally come. Did the day ever, is here. Did you ever think you hear yourself say those words, David? Reclaim the sword in the brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, hi, dude. I already had to sit through this and figure out how this all works. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I saw now. <laughs> it's not on me to explain Turkish Star Wars. They put this out into the world. It is a documentary yeah. of Turkish history about proud the ma- people who sent Egypt to space against <laughs> its will. I'm pretty sure that happened, right? Fuck Egypt, jettison them. Um. Juice, you're the history buff, not me. I'm assuming you back me up on this. Hashtag real history. Obviously. Real history. But ladies, I mean, aren't you just tired of 
talking to a man or responding to questions or or having any free speech or liberties at all. Alerting people when Yo Gabba Gabba invades your cave to kill your 33 kids. I mean, I know I'm fucking tired of it. This podcast makes me want to just jump out this second story window. Not to my death, just maybe my vocal box getting broken so I don't have to keep fucking talking all the time. Counterpoint. How many female characters were there in the original Star Wars? Leia? There was Leia. <laughs> Hit. Yeah, you keep it uh, to New Hope. Okay, wait, now can- Is that the first Leia? one? Yep. Uh, there was the one girl that's like the admiral lady yeah, at the yeah, very yeah. end. Yeah. She had, she, I mean, she had more speaking roles within herself than all of the other female characters in this movie, if that's what we're going for here. Also, I really don't like you assuming everyone in the cantina was a male. Some of those were sexless macaroni noodle creatures. <laughs> okay. So Star Wars wasn't that inclusive, but we didn't watch that movie. That's no, not the movie that shitty cinema watched. It was Turkish Star Wars. Just I know saying, this is going to shock you. you 1982's Turkish Star Wars <laughs> does not pass the Bechdel test in case you were curious. <laughs> and just in case any of uh, any feminist uh, theory people out there, you yeah, might be disappointed in this. Might want to pass this one. But you know what I did like? Marat never told her to smile. I'm so sick of strange men telling this me to smile. Just wait a minute, and while I'm dead-eyed, my mouth will slowly curl into a creepy <laughs> grin that eventually you'll see all of my teeth, and you won't know what's more distracting, my teeth or my headband. This lady, had the she would have been great as it. Like I yeah. love Bill Skarsgård, but she would have been a better it. Yeah, like I three agree. different scenes of... Marat and the more than three, yeah. I a lot because I was slept through about way six. too many scenes of them just creepy smiling at each other. There was five, five creepy smiles. I think that's it. Turkish foreplay. Yeah, I do oh. agree with Casey. That's that's got to be Turkish foreplay because they, close faces, eye contact, slow smiles. That's slow third smiles. base. Yeah. That's third base. It's kind of like you know how you you go on about you got to smile smile with your eyes. This is the exact opposite <laughs> yeah. of that. How do you smile without showing it in Tyra your eyes at Banks all? Tyra Banks would have a stroke watching this. <laughs> Dead smile. Hey, remember when we saw not C-3PO? That was almost a morph suit. What was that? Uh, D-4PO. D-4PO yeah. was in it. Yeah. I think D-4PO actually sums up this entire movie, the entire theme or thought of this movie. Yeah, and we had we had a space... We had a Lost in Space ripoff monster that actually probably more closely the resembled robot. Fallout's Protectoron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of in between there. Yeah, yeah. You better take that back. I know what you said. Mm-hmm. I speak robot. I guess the question about Turkish Star Wars, Dave, is would you watch it again? You know, I'm really glad that I finally got around to watching this. It's been on the list for a while. It has been on the list for a long time. There's entertainment to be had here. It is hilarious how blatantly they just stole a good 10 minutes of Star Wars footage. But there is so much going on plot-wise with this movie that an hour and 10 minutes into it, and they are still trying to exposition dump more information on you. That if they had just dialed back the plot a little bit and realized what they were making, it would have been a lot better. So as happy as I am to have finally checked this off, no, I'm not going to go back and watch Turkish oh, Star man. Wars again. It just, the, that middle bit slowed down a little too much for me and they tried to dump too much world building at me that I do not care about. Casey, how about you? Turkish Star Wars or the man who saved the world? 
Would you watch it again? Fuck no. Oh my <laughs> oh. gosh. It was awful. It wasn't good, bad. Again, the first it's worth watching the first 10 minutes of. I would compare it, if you're a K-drama fan, to Temptation of Wife, where you get about everything you need to know in the first 10 minutes. That was so intense. I made Jay watch the intro to that, and if you haven't seen it, please look up Temptation of Wife, where they basically explain the whole fucking series series in the opening credits. So, like, why would you waste another 50 hours watching it? Uh, No, Turkish Star Wars was slow, confusing. It had the video quality of watching a movie under fucking water. The sound was terrible. Every Was this on YouTube? Yeah. Wow. It was like underwater YouTube. I will say that I really enjoyed Murat's Power Ranger poses. He would pose <laughs> after like doing a little bit uh-huh. of Turkish karate. But no, unless I am very insomniac-ish and need to blink out, I will not watch Turkish Star Wars again. It was terrible. Juice. Would you watch it again? As well as you, Dave, I'm very happy I got to check this off the mm. list. Was really, really excited to watch this movie. It's Turkish Star Wars, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So the the middle had some wonderful action, and because of that, we've all talked about the beginning and the ends. That's just the classic. Because of the middle, I want to see more of that. So yeah, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Turkish Star Wars again. Yeah. So, Jay, how about you? Are you going to sit down and are you going to watch The Man Who Saved the World, a.k.a. Turkish Star Wars, again? Okay, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the part where Marat grabs a sword that is being thrust at him, catches it, puts it in between his mouth, and karate chops each end of the sword away so that he's still got the centerpiece in his mouth. That was legit. That was beautiful. We also get Marat and Ali buried alive, and they escape from it. It was a shitty buried alive, right? <laughs> it was. But, but they do. They get buried alive. It's under like an inch of dirt. The, the action is ridiculous in this. It stole from Star Wars. You bet. No, Casey, you are wrong. This is the right kind of bad. This is a legendary shitty film, and the Cinemites need to go out and watch this. Yes, I do. will definitely be watching You're Turkish Star Wars bad. again. Verdict is in, Cinemites. Split decision, two for two. Shitty Cinema doesn't know if we're going to collectively watch this again. We are not. Two of us are good people. Two of us are bad people. We're going to leave it for you to sit down, watch this movie, and decide for yourself. So, Dave, next week, you're going to be able to top this. Tell us what you're doing. Next week, we will be going to Japan by way of China. Arigato. (laughs) Okay. Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Right? We we are going to be watching Animal World, which is a live-action Chinese film based on a Japanese anime. Oh, God. Oh. And I've been real excited. I've been waiting for an excuse to shoehorn this in for a while, so I'm glad that it worked out for this month. Yeah, so I hope you guys are ready to see the high-stakes world of live-or-die rock-paper-scissors tournaments. That That's sounds what? exactly my speed. That yes. sounds what? amazing. Good what? job, Dave. Well on you, what sir. What do you mean by that? You'll find out <laughs> next week. Tune in next week to find like, out Like, is it I'm Russian in. roulette meets you rock, paper, out. scissors? Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you. If you like this podcast and want to support us in this little pipe dream of ours, please like and follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at shitty underscore cinema. If you love this podcast, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash shitty cinema. Now let's turn out the lights and listen for some John Williams music to direct our mood. <laughs> <laughs>